Welcome to um, Raising Our Voices. Pauline to my right. Hi there. And James. James to my left. And Lachlan in the middle. Yep. The meat in the sandwich. <laughs> good, good afternoon, listeners. Yes, and today we're going to be talking housing. Hooray for housing. Hooray. We all need a roof over our heads. Yep. So, um, Lachlan and James have kindly offered to tell us a little bit about your housing journeys. Um, it's really great to be able to pick your brains and get some of your story. Yes. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people have had a similar story, but a lot of people out there, the listeners, might not know much about disability housing. So thank you, first of all, for offering to share your stories. You're welcome. Um, so there's lots of different types of housing out there. Um, mm-hmm. Most people would know, you know, your, your home that you maybe grew up in. Um, yes. And what they don't realise that a lot of times when people move out of home, people with a disability, they might move into group housing. Yes. Yeah? So you guys have both had that experience. Yes. Tell, tell us maybe, James, do you want to start? Tell us a bit about what your group home was like. How, my, yeah. My group home was pretty good and not so good, but I did like my privacy was, was respected at the house, but most of it wasn't. So sometimes not so good in terms of... Yeah. Yeah. It's hard when you share, isn't it? Yes. How many? Do you remember how many people were living in that house? It was five, I think. Yeah. But, it's a fair few, isn't yeah. it? And um, staff as well? Yes, staff were pretty good. And they slept over? Yes. So there's a lot of people to have to deal with. Mm. Um, and when you say... Sometimes your privacy wasn't respected. You know, just everybody knows everybody's business, is mm, that it? Mm. Mm, mm, it's hard, isn't it? So how long were you living there? A short time or a long time? Short time, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you decided you wanted something else, yeah? Yes. Okay, so what did you do? Where did you go after that? I decided to live independently. Yeah, cool. That sounds better. Mm. No, no people to have to share with, or you no, did share? I did share with a flatmate, but he moved out. Okay, so what was it like just sharing with one person after sharing with so many? It was good sharing with somebody, and he, I, he had shared the rent with me and shared the food, which cost with me as well. Yeah, that's helpful. Yeah. And the housework? Housework, yes. Yeah. But now I've got to do it myself. Oh. <laughs> That's the flip side of that coin, isn't it? Yes. Mm. But um, it's better or, I mean, what do you think than, than being in a group home? What, it's what? better because you can come and go. Mm. So yeah. no one telling you what to do? No. It's up to you. Up to me what time I go to bed. Up to, yep. up to me what time I want to eat food and yep. what time I want to have lunch and go out anywhere and, yeah, just go home anytime I like. A lot of freedom then. Yes. Yeah. And um, you don't have that worry about people not respecting privacy, but do you get enough support? Because I guess that's the thing, isn't it? You've got to have the right amount of support. I have outreach support workers once a month probably. Oh, okay. 
So what kinds of stuff do they help you with? Shopping, food, uh, take me out for coffee, lunch. Nice. Yeah, just... Checking up how things are. Checking up how things are and, yeah. And helping you with managing some jobs. Like I'm managing, managing my money okay, but yeah, yeah. sort of I have to look after my budget, my money a bit more. Yep. It's all up to you now. Yes. But with a bit of support, you're doing it, yeah? Yes. So yes. what do you think out of 10, the independent living? Is it a 5 out of 10 or is it a 10 out of 10? Or what do you think? It's a definite 10. Is it? Wow. And compare that to the group home. How much was it out of 10? I'd say 9 out of 10. It wasn't that bad, but there was a few little things. Yes, yes. All right, that's good. So are you going to stay, do you think, in that style of living or are you happy with it? I'm very happy living independently because I get to go home and go to to bed anytime I like Mm. and get up anytime I like. Mm. And you're going to stay living alone or are you going to look for someone to share with? I'm pushing to uh, get someone to live with me, but it depends on the other person. Got to be the right person. Got to be the right person, yes. Mm, it's got to be the suitable person yep. as well. Absolutely. Alrighty, and the house itself, I wondered about that. Like, is it a, a community-run house? Like a? It's run by the... Um, Housing Choice Australia. Yep. So it's like social housing. You pay. Yes, I pay rents. Yeah. If I have any problems, I, I have to ring maintenance to fix things. But it's pretty secure. Yes. As long as you pay the rent. Yes. Yep. That's good. Good standard. Like, do they look after it for you? Is it a good standard of Yeah. place? Is it a flat? It's a unit. A unit, yep. Pretty good standard, newish or... It's newish building, but I've been there since 2011, I think. Oh, nice. Mm, it's home then. <laughs> it's home, yes. Fantastic. All right. Well, um, we might shift to you, Locke. Yep. Is that okay? <coughs> Thanks, yep. James. Thank you. Lachlan, you've had a few different experiences, and yep. um, perhaps some of them a bit the same in that you've had a group home that you've shared with others, but also I think you've lived in a rooming house. Is that right? Well, actually, well, that's not entirely um, correct. I lived in a Department of Housing house in Elphington, if you remember. Way back. True. True. Yep. Independent. Yep. And that went belly up, um, quick smart. So, and then... I'll go back a bit more. Um, I was living in a Department of Housing bungalow in the backyard mm. when I was living at home. Mm-hmm. And then when Mum went to sell the house, um, and then we lived at Ligon Street. I lived with her, mm-hmm. and then and then um, then when the house got sold, um, I moved. To Elphington, and then that went belly up. So, so back then, we're talking a mm. while ago, yep. I think I'd be right in saying there were no packages, independent packages of support. No, so, no, no, no. So you probably had no support when you are in that place. No, not, um, well, probably for cleaning, but Dad that, promised me, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get support for X, Y, and Z, and it never happened, and... 
And back and then there was no government packages of support for no. individuals. Yep. And, and mum and dad would have things to bring meals over because mm. I had a gas stove. It was too dangerous. Mm. So and so then, that was your first time trying independence and, okay, didn't quite work. No. So what did you do then? And then we, well, you might remember, right. then there was this pilot project um, um, through organisation, those that you don't, those that you mightn't have heard of, Community Housing Proprietary Limited, um, CHL is a abbreviation and Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know whether it's still a pilot project, probably not by now, but um, they had a pilot project and it was all well and good and then the honeymoon period was over. And so then, this this was the rooming house you're talking yes, about that's there. One, that's, yep. Yes, that's correct. And and um and um so um, for you, I, when you um, say the honeymoon's over, I'm gathering that it didn't all go perfect. No, it didn't. Mm. You you for yourself. Yeah. Well, like like we've had umpteen meetings like. Like there were drug addicts, drunks, you name it. Pretty tough. Yeah, yeah there was, like, like. And how many people lived in this rooming house? I don't know. Um, have to help About me. About sixty, was it? Yeah, sixty. So it was plus. Wasn't easy. No, it wasn't, wasn't easy. And not to tough for that five long years, and and didn't suit you though. So you looked for something else. And. After umpteen meetings with support group, like with you, me, mum and an outreach worker and case manager from DHS mm-hmm. and mum and the disability worker, mm-hmm. like there was nothing. Yep, you and had then, to wait, didn't you? Yep. And then... We can say um, that things didn't go well. Well... Let's say I got assaulted. Well, you can say that because you did. Yeah. yeah. Let's say I got, a, I got assaulted for a reason. Like I was just wheeling out the building, pulled over to talk to the guys before I left because I don't believe in, like, look, like I like to spend two seconds of my time to just say, hi, how are you going, then rack off to what I'm going to do when I've got planned. And I got assaulted, yeah. And then Mum had to come, come, racing from work. Mm. And and then police were involved, and God knows what. And then, but he got charged, but he didn't actually get thrown out, which really annoyed Mum because because um he didn't get charged with assault. Like, there's a policy called, like, if you break any house rules, you get breached. Mm-hmm. He virtually, like, got away with it mm. very lightly. And here I was, the victim. It wasn't great, was it? No. And, but, I mean, and, I guess my memory of that time is, too, that there were lots of things not right about that place no. for you. That was kind of just the straw that broke the camel's back. And then... And that pushed you up the list and you got an urgent... Yep, and then house allocation. And then I, then I went, then we moved 
And then we looked at this house and we went through an organisation knows it you may or may not have heard of it's called Gorella. Mm-hmm. Um we looked at this house in Blackwood Street, Murrumbina. Mm-hmm. And and again, it had nine resonance. So still pretty high. But still pretty high, but it's... Not as big as 60. Big, <laughs> yeah, big, big ultra jump from yeah. 60 to nine, but it still wasn't, like, perfect. No, again, goodness, I couldn't share with nine again, people. No. the honeymoon was over, like, like I was getting abused and a and, and person with a certain disability... Mm. Um, so, so all the other people living yeah, in that she, house have disabilities, yeah, was, and there's staff to yeah, support you, similar and, to what James was living and, in, but a bit bigger. Yeah, yeah, and and so so there was problems. I was getting virtually harassed and bullied, and, and a bit like what James had. People, everyone knows everyone's business. Yeah, no privacy, and, they, mm. and then they started like. Like, um, started picking, putting me down because of, I don't know whether you've heard of the big issue. I'd started criticising my work, anything I did, like men's sheds, anything I had involved in, anything I was involved in 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 the community, I got put, got scolded for not with hot water, but because... Because they just, well, I'm now looking back, they were jealous. I told them about men's shed, and and they didn't bother following it up. So, so what I'm getting is sorry to go off the track. I think no, you didn't, because I hear what you're saying. Maybe other people didn't have things in their life, and no. so they were and bored, and yep, you know yep, there wasn't it, anything else, yeah, anything else to do except start a fight. And mm. and and then. Then if I fought back, I'd get the incident report. Yeah. And then, and then, and then being brutes and all, no mercy. Yeah. So. So that in the end, it didn't really suit you. No. Again, yet again, it didn't suit. So, so um, where are you now? Um, sorry if I have to keep clearing my throat. Um, I'm living in a one bedroom unit. So back to independent living again. And how's and, it working this time? Um, well, going back in reverse mode, um, um, I was about so close, but in with a bull, in with a bull's roar of um, moving in with another guy. Okay, you're going to share like, like yeah. um, oh, like James did, like yeah. James did, mm-hmm. but it's not that it didn't, wasn't going to work out. But it, um, I got it offered with this. Another unit. Where you'd be on your own. Yeah, got offered, like, all furnishing, all cabinets, everything was left. Fantastic. To this, to Urella. Like, this woman had died of... Oh, that's can- sad. Uh, died of a heart attack. That's sad. And, 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 um, and so everything, I didn't, I only had to bring very few things like TVs and computers and stuff, so... So, yeah. So that's great for so the again, house, but what about the support? Um, um, the support. 
go something like this. Staff get my breakfast. Mm-hmm. Meds get support from 9.30 till 10.30. Mm-hmm. And then they make my lunch because mm-hmm. I'm on the road like I am today. Mm-hmm. And I get dinner at 4.30 mm-hmm. till 5.30. I get support. Mm-hmm. After that, 8.30 till, I think, um, sorry, from 8.30, I'll get my meds. So a little bit of support through the day and that's all you need. And then I get, I get the major support is getting my dinner. Yep. And with, with um, am I allowed to backtrack? Mm, sure. Whereas, um, yeah, with the other one. With, 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 with the other one, because you're living with eight other people, or seven, mm. um, where you're living with seven, mm. like they had the blessed menu mm-hmm. where you all got to turn on what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Always being a, a Paralympic athlete mm-hmm. and trying to eat healthy mm-hmm. and carbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was trying to be an influence on everybody else. And my big thing was to try and get everybody what was an old style, your average, you know, elderly residents, they don't, won't see outside the box. So it's hard to share with people when your choices for food are healthy eating and they're wanting something different. They yeah. want something different and they want frozen meals, which are okay in emergencies, but mm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I was trying to, well, and then the staff were getting annoyed by saying, "Yeah, I can see that they should have choice." And I'd say, "Look, I've been, I'm, I've had a history of having varying foods from different countries when I've been all over the world, and then I just gave up." So now you're on your own. You can eat whatever you like. I can have. I don't have to. Um, I don't have to. Um, I, I can have. You don't roast. have to compromise. You no, what you no. I, like, like I, I can have roast chicken, um, roast pork with crackling. Yay! And <laughs> I can have. But the only thing is, the staff don't know how to cook roast potatoes properly, as oh, good as mum. No, no one's as good as mum. And and I can have my own um, yummy ice cream. I can have my own um, vanilla ice cream. I at the other joint, I'd no saying what what flavour ice cream was all was Neapolitan. Yeah. So I put a stop to it and I chucked it out. Oh God, oh, I don't like Neapolitan either. Hey, yep. on that note, what about we have a little music break? Yep. That was madness from our house. Yay. Good song for this show. Very good song, yes. Yep, because we've been talking about housing and we're um, you're listening to Raising Our Voices on 3CR. On 855 on your AM dial. That's right. And we've been talking with James and Lachlan about their housing journeys mm-hmm. from group home to independence. And yes. um, well, where we were at was we were just talking about... Um, how both you guys now are living independently with a little bit of support that you need. And um, 
out of ten, Lachlan, how is it for you? Um, after the last umpteen attempts, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Wow. I guess it just goes to show that if you stick to looking for your goal, what you want, and and keep looking and keep mm. saying to people, this isn't quite right, I need something different, eventually you get there. And plus two, it helps um, with... Um, um, like, like families too. Depending on the family, like my sister. Um, am I allowed to mention my sister's name? Or uh, yeah, go for it. She won't mind. My, my Hello, sis- sister. Yeah, my sister Lauren. Um, and my mum. And her partner. If it wasn't for them, um, my mum especially and my sister Lauren. They um, like I wouldn't have got to this, got this far. So it's so true, and you know, you're right. All the advocacy and support from your families and mm. and your advocates, yes, and the people around you yep. that have supported you, for sure, great work altogether. But also your self advocacy. Yes. Yep. Well, we can only. Uh, I hate to say this, Pauline, but. I'm going to give a bit of constructive criticism, but self-efficacy can work in some areas and some areas it isn't, doesn't work so great, doesn't, well, isn't all that what strong, we say, uh, strong. What we say is you always have a go yourself first. I've done mm. that. And been, then when you need help, you mm, ask for it. I've been there, done that, Pauline, and... And it's got me nowhere. Oh, so I don't know about that. Look where you are now. Yeah, you're there. So, well done, you guys. I'm glad you both got your housing dreams came true. Thank you. It's fantastic, really. It is. Mm. Um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about advocacy as well because mm. it is so important, Lachlan. You're right. Unfortunately, in some places in Australia now, advocacy is being defunded. And New South Wales is the latest one where um, the New South Wales government is cutting all the advocacy funding for disability. It's, um, you know, you just wonder where people will be. Yeah. Mm. What, that be the Liberals? Well, yeah, that's right. The Liberal government is in New South Wales, Lachlan. So mm, Mm. they are – they've cut – the funding will finish in June this year. Um, A group of disability advocacy – Groups have got together and started a campaign. You can look it up. It's called standbyme.org.au. They're doing an online petition and they're fighting with people with disability to have advocacy continue so that the rights of people with disability um, are respected and that there's a way of standing up for your rights. It's very difficult Mm. for people with disability to get Mm. a fair go and speak up and sometimes they need someone to help them when things go wrong. That's why advocacy organisations are really important. The government wants to cut all the funding to advocacy organisations in New South Wales, Mm. and that means many people will not have a voice to get help when they need it. So go to standbyme.org.au. That's all one word, standbyme.org.au, and you can sign the online petition. They're on Facebook as well, Um, and there's lots of things they're trying to get people to do, like talk to their local member and so on, but... I think it's really important, even though we're in Victoria, because, Mm. you know, we know as a whole that when things start to fall in one state, sometimes it follows and they do it in other states as well. 
if if nobody stands up for each other in mm. the end, you're all on your own because everybody else that could have stood by you is gone. So, so if if um they're trying to get revocacy or exit, as it were, um, does that mean oh, like if they can do it? I wouldn't be surprised if um if and when Ted Bowie gets in or. In Victoria, you mean? Yeah. I think you're right. There's an election coming up here, and mm. so we have to give the message to our both government and opposition loud and clear yep. that whichever yeah. of you's in after the next election, we do not want to see advocacy cut. Now, we're going to have to go for this month. Yep. Thank you um, to Lachlan and to it's James fun. for Thank telling you. your stories. Um, you've been listening to Raising Our Voices on 3CR, and we'll be back on the second Wednesday of next month at 6 o'clock. So. Yes. See you all. Yep. Stay strong. Stay strong. And catch you next time. And catch you next no time. No worries. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.